<laughs> she take my money when I'm in need. Oh, she's trying to play. I don't actually know the lyrics to this, guys, by the way. But good morning, good afternoon, good evening. We out here doing what we do every dizzy day. You know what I'm saying? I didn't come to play. Uh, man, I hope uh, the audio's good because there's a fan on behind me because it's bloody hot, all right? It's bloody hot. But, um, man, I'm super pumped, uh, super, super pumped to be here with you guys today. And, um, man, and uh, I, I don't even know where to begin. I've got so much energy today because, bro, like, take a moment today wherever you are and just, just think about it. You're alive, man. You know, like, you're alive. I think that's something, you know. Um, I... I <sighs> You know, I'm still figuring out how to order these episodes. And I'm just like, man, do I come here with like a plan or do I just speak straight from the heart? And um, I think today I'm going to speak straight from the heart. You know what I'm saying? Straight from the heart. Um, I'm going to be real transparent with you guys. I think this is a very, it's been a very tough period for me. But man, I'm alive. Like, Take a moment right now in your own lives. And like, you're alive. You know what I'm saying? Like. Like no matter, like you're alive. Like, I, like, can you just take a moment and applaud yourself? That's crazy. Like, 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 for some reason, in this world of it, like, like, I, I, I keep talking about this retreat, guys. But I'm gonna reference it so much. I, I've been on two retreats the last, uh, the last, let's say, within the last two months, and um, both of them came at a time where I really needed them, and um, because you know I was going through uh, kind of a breakup and a hard situation, actually um I've never really spoke about this but like I was going through just this tough time that was um super confusing for me because you know like after you know usually these things happen right you start to question yourself maybe sometimes if you're somebody who's really willing you start to question your self-worth you start to question whether it's really you is it them and then you know you, you add God into the mix because you know that, that's what we do and then you're like God like was there something I missed was it me? Was it just my own selfishness? And, and usually it boils down to the fact that you probably want to sign that God didn't really want for you. And, you know, you kind of like made a, a rash decision somewhere or you just did something, something. You know, like this, this is just the way it generally goes, right? So I've been in this place and, and man, I, I feel so alone in my emotions. I, I, I've, never, I've never been hurt like the way I felt like I was hurting. And I look at the beauty of it because man, like sometimes when you're alive, sometimes you need a little bit of that tear to make you realize what material you got. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes you need to you need a little tear on you to know the type of material you are. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes in life we move so indestructible. But honestly, we are far more fickle than we realize. And it's it's important to realize that I'm not saying that, you know, you gotta say that you're weak, but no, no, no. It's like sometimes you gotta realize that you're alive and then there's something greater than sometimes the small situations that seemingly rip you apart. And the one thing I can learn and so grateful for about that relationship was is that I'm alive. I can feel. And I remember the days I prayed to God because I had a heart that didn't feel. And sometimes your blessings are just rewarding you again and again and again. You don't realize it because you're in a new situation that's painful. But man, you can feel. You can feel. And you still got that sensory. You can feel. I can feel. I think that's, that's the most amazing thing. I can feel. And and in, in all the hurt and in all the pain, I can feel. And I'm like, God, rather than concern myself with the pain of this moment, I go concern myself with the victory of this moment. I can feel. And there was a day two years ago that a young boy was praying about feeling. 
and his heart's praying about truly being able to feel in the way he used to feel before truly being able to give in the way he used to before and in this heartbreak he taught me that i have more i have more strength than i realized that my my heart is more capacious than i thought that indeed i can love like the, like i never thought and i can give like i never thought and even if it doesn't come back to me in the same way i wanted it it's that i can give it in the same way that i never received it and i'm like man i can feel I think there's a beauty in that. Um, so be and I'm grateful, man. I'm grateful for every situation. I'm learning to live more in a postulation of gratitude than in any other way because, man, it's easy that the devil will just will come, just come to attack your joy in a situation that was made to make you victorious. And I, and I want to start today with, with, uh, I kind of want to, I want to read a little bit of a Bible, a bit of Bible here, right? Because I think it's important to, 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 to realize your identity. And for me, my identity is in Christ. And and I don't know what your identity might be rooted in, but it's always important to just take a look at your root, to real pay attention to your root. You know, it's that man, if I want to really, if I really want to set the foundations, I don't got to worry about the floor alone. I also got to worry about my seed when it's in the floor. I got to check what's around. I got to check if the, the weeds are around it. I got to keep attention to the roots. And sometimes we go through life and we don't pay attention to the roots. We just pay attention to the, to the surroundings. And man, uh, uh, I, I realize that a lot of my self-doubt came from a place of, I didn't really know who I was, right? Now, um, uh, before I kind of go further, right? Like, like, I guess this, this, this conversation, uh, I'm opening up about it because I just came off the phone with one of my boys and he's going through a hard time. And, and I happened to be on this side, the encourager today. And, and, and just a few months ago, he was on the other side being an encourager to me, you know? And, I had to remind him, I said, brother, like, yo, that, that God's the one signing for you. They're signing here for you. And um, I said something to him that was said to me uh, in this retreat, uh, the most recent retreat I went on. We look at the life of Moses and we look at Moses' staff. Uh, and Moses' staff was this thing that transformed, was the very thing that God used again and again and again, seemingly, right? It's like, okay, this staff's going to turn into this. Throw it on the floor, going to turn into this. Hit it in this rock, water's going to come out. Raise it up, water's going to split. Do this, it's going to... There was this thing in his hand that he had that just changed into anything he needed. I remember being on this retreat and, uh, and my mentor was like talking about it and, and, he, and he said a statement. He said, he said, he said, he said, he said, that thing that's in your hand, throw it on the ground. Throw it on the floor. That thing that's in your hand, throw it on the floor. And you know, it's crazy because we often, by the things we say we want, we try to grip tighter and tighter to it rather than defaultly throwing it on the floor. And it sounds crazy because it's like, I'm not saying get rid of that situation that's painful, but no, 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 no. It's like a lot of time when you say, God, like I need your help. I need your direction, bro, throw it on the floor. Let him see what, let, let him show you what you got in your hand. Let him show you what can be transformed at your situation. Throw it on the floor. Be bold enough to throw it on the floor. And I think sometimes we just want to cling on to that which we say we want. That we say that God wants. We know God wants it. So we've prayed because we, we know that God ain't said no yet. So that means he said yes. It's like, no, 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 no. He just ain't answered. But we're like, but 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 because we want it, we we say, we, we say yeah, maybe God wants it because he wants the best for me, right? Yeah, but if he wants the best for me, of all things in this life, why would this only be the only best for me? By me striving so much, so painfully, and and yet equally also feeling purposeless. I, I noticed something in the Bible. Like when Paul was suffering, it's not that he enjoyed the suffering, but he felt purpose out of the suffering. And a lot of us are suffering and there's no purpose in it. 
Like we're suffering and there's no there's no real purpose in it. We just we just suffer. Um and we haven't le yet learned how to really invest our suffering properly. So we just suffer. There's no purpose in the suffering. And I kind of want to read a Bible verse that I read, uh, that we kind of studied. And, and, and this is really important that you go study everything yourself. But but um, 2 Timothy 2. And I love it because this is like, a, uh, this was so amazing, right? The context being that Paul is on his deathbed. Like he's, he's sick and he's, he's, he's dying and he's, and he's in chains. And he's like, he's, he's writing to Timothy, like the, 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 the amalgamation, the, the, the utmost important thing that he believes like, like I'm dying, like bro, like I'm, I'm there, like I'm dying, like this is, this is, this is, the, this is the thing I think I need, like to leave anything in the world. If I'm dying, like, this is the very thing, like I'll leave behind. Like this is it. This is why I believe is true out of my whole life and my whole existence of everything I've tarried. This is what I believe to be true, and this is what, and this is what he writes. And uh, I'm not gonna get into it too deeply because it in itself is a heavy thing. But we we read this verse is so slow and I never seen it in this light. And I'm like, man, I got sh like this has got to be shared. Like, the beauty of this has got to be shared because it's a reminder of who you are, right? Is the, the first thing he says. He says, "You then, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Be strong." In your situation right now, be strong, but not in your own. Be strong in the grace of Jesus. And that's interesting. It says, and the things you've heard me say in the presence of many witnesses and trust to reliable people who will also be qualified to teach others. And I, I, I don't want to study this. It's, it's really long, but like, I want to get to a point. Join with me in suffering like a good soldier of Christ Jesus. The first time we see mention of a soldier. And for someone who's suffering, he says, join me. Join me. Where you are suffering right now, what's the posture of your suffering? What's the posture of your heart? Is there even a purpose in it? Drop it on the ground. Drop it on the floor. And it says, no one serving as a soldier gets entangled in civilian affairs, but rather tries to please his commanding officer. I love this verse and it's, it's, been, it's been touching me so much. It's basically saying, bro, like when you are set apart to do something and you've got a mission, you could be in the same place as the same thing that you're meant to protect. You might be the same age. Hell, the other person might be older than you. It, it, it might seem more qualified than you, but you're the one that was qualified. You were the one that set apart. You were the one that had the gun. They didn't. And don't drop your barrel trying to play football with somebody who don't have the responsibility to protect. You have that responsibility. You have a responsibility on you. It's like the moment you forget who you are, you might just cost everybody everything, including yourself. I think that's so important to realize. Man, the moment, the moment you don't know who you're called to be, the moment you're suffering, the thing that might that you might have, like it, it just it's like, man, it doesn't make sense. And it just reminded me, like in my in my plight and all the pain I feel sometimes, and the, the parts of me that feel too much, the parts of me that I'm like, God, like why did I feel like this so much? God, why am I why am I just sensitive to people all the time? Why do I why do I hurt by these little paternities? Yeah, there might be issues in my character. Cool, cool, I'm learning about that. God is revealing that to me. But man, first of all, I gotta realize that God made me this this thing that might be awkward, but just like a plug, there's three holes in a wall that were made in perfection for the very things that stick out of me and and, and it's so important to realize if you if you live your life thinking man you're a fridge rather than the, the microwave that you may may be you will think you're broken every time you do the very thing you're meant to do and i say to god all the time man man like why is it that some situations just don't work out for me like what what do i do like i could stand here out of trouble out of harm's way but yet i will still get myself in some issues that some people don't encounter maybe there's a reason that god needs me there and maybe i need to start to understand who i need to be when i'm there and i think that's really important Maybe you need to understand who you are a little bit better.
I guess I came really to talk about this dropping it on the floor thing. But maybe this is going somewhere else. I don't know, but 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 man, maybe I need to know who I am. And a lot of time I got to drop what I think I know. I got to put it on the floor. I got to drop the thing. The person I said I was a love of my life, I got to drop her on the floor. The very thing I say is mine, the job that I say is mine, I got to drop it on the floor. Because God will show me what it really is when it's there. God will really show me what it is. You know, and uh, and he then says, you can go into it, but to, to kind of get through it. Uh, we go to verse verse 8. He says, remember Jesus Christ, raised from the dead, descended from David. This is my gospel. For which I'm suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. A man who's suffering tells me to join him in his suffering. Because clearly he must know that if you suffer in the right place, there is life on the other side of that suffering. There has to be something he knows. That randomly he says, remember Jesus. And for me, this is a reminder to remember who I am. And who I say I want to be. You know, remember who you are. Remember who you are. Whatever it might be in your life, really. Right? Remember who you are. Remember who you are. Then he then says, in case, you, in case you're not sure about the credibility of him, oh, he's not dead, he's alive. You know, like, in case you ain't sure, like, he's actually alive. Like, bro, he's actually alive. Like, in case you weren't sure about it, Jesus Christ, I was talking about, ain't Jesus Christ on the block, not, not young Jay from Bethlehem. Like, no, 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 it's like this Jesus Christ, the, the, the one, the, the promised one, like, the, the, the one that was raised from the dead. And, oh, 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 he then goes, he says, in case you ain't sure about the one that's raised from the dead. Because who knows? Maybe there may be zombies where you're in case in case you heard about a different one. Let me let you know. This is the one that came from David, the one that was the messianic king, the one that was talked about, the one that was called, the one that was prophesied of. Of anything, I'm telling you, like, hey, do not doubt this. This is the one you can trust. And just in case there might have been other versions that you heard about, this is the one that came from this blood. Came from this lineage. And that's super important. Uh, 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 but 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 some of us are living our lives like Jesus is still on the cross. Because we've got the chains on our neck, and we've got the we've got the we've got the we've got the crucifix on our neck with Jesus on it, and we're living like he's he's dead, like he's still on the cross, really, like like he's still on the cross. Part of me, he's alive, bro. He's alive. He's not on there no more. If he was on there, and he hadn't moved, then I wouldn't be here today, right? But yeah, and then uh, number four. Um, sorry, number number. It says number nine. Sorry, for which I'm suffering even to the point of being chained like a criminal. But God's word is not chained. He says, "I'm here, man, and they can chain me all they want, but what's true can't be chained." And sometimes in our situation, we lose faith because we think that the truth of what's ours is chained with us in that place that we are struggling. And it's like no, God's word ain't chained. The very thing that has life isn't chained. It cannot be bound by any man. Just because in that moment, in this moment, as you might be listening, you might be in a place where you feel chained and you feel a little bit entangled. Trust me when I tell you this truth that you are free. You're just in a moment of time of a story that was written, of something that's already been done. And you have to believe that everything will be okay. You know, you have to really believe that. You know, uh, uh, without kind of going out of context, you go to 11 and I, I, I'm skipping because, you know, it's like there's all this, the, the Bible's trying to say something in itself. But here we have Paul again, then saying 11, he says, here is a trustworthy saying, if we die with him, we will also live with him. If we endure, we will also reign with him. If we disown him, he will also disown us. If we are faithless, he remains faithful 
but he cannot disown himself. If we disown him, <laughs> he will also disown us. It's not saying, yo, that he don't care about you. That's just saying, if you if you deny me, okay, <laughs> all right, do your thing. It's your loss. But then, but then he then says, if we are faithless, and some of us are faithless right now, when situations are so bleak and it's like, God, like I just don't even, I don't. I don't want to get let down no more. So I'm not hoping anymore. No. It's fine. Like, this is what it's called. And he says, if, if we are faithless, he will remain faithful. Here's, and he said, but he cannot disown himself. What does he think of me? He didn't say unbelief. He said, he said faithless. So right now I might be faithless. But one thing I can count on in my, in my lack of faith is that he won't disown himself. And if I'm made in his creation, if I'm made in his image, he will never let me go. I'm saying all this, I'm, oh God, I, I didn't come here to preach, I'm not gonna lie to you, but it's so important. I think there's a comfort that comes with knowing who you are and what you've got in your arsenal. And if you're that soldier there and you, you have a gun, yes, you might be hot in the heat. You might be sweating on the older armor. You might be uncomfortable and it might be a long day and maybe you've been there and there hasn't been, there hasn't been anything. It's been, it's been quiet. Even though we're at war, it's been quiet. And you feel like nothing's happening. Don't forget who you are. You can't drop the gun. You can't drop your focus. You can't let it go. You can't meander with the people around you in the same way. Because you're the soldier. And as much as you feel like you're like them, they rely on you to guard them. They rely on you to protect them. Look into your life today and look at, look at what needs you. Invest your suffering in the right place. And dare I say that one thing that that you're questioning if you gotta let go. Drop it on the floor and let God show you what you got in your hand. Let him show you the power of what you got in your hand. Let him show you the power of what's in your arm. But you gotta know who you are to know. Like when Moses seemed like the most unqualified, yet the thing in his hand showed him that listen, there's something I've placed in you. And upon my word, everything that I put in your hand will transform into something crazy. You gotta trust me, they'll put it on the floor. You gotta come to me first. You gotta come to me first. So, yo, this is just something I just want to encourage someone. Just come to God first. In your life, sometimes we struggle. And we just struggle for no purpose whatsoever. I look at my relationship, I look at my life, I look some of my I look at some of the places I've really hurt in the most. I'm saying to God, no, I'm saying to God, no, I don't want to struggle without a reason no more. Like, I don't want the struggle necessarily. I don't really want the strife. I'm not going to lie to you. But man, if there's a reason in your story, then Lord, make my character one that it was useful. That if you thought about me before I was born, you considered my role in the story, in the play, in the theater, the film that you were going to write, then Lord, I don't want to be I don't want to be some backing vocalist. I don't really want to be, uh, uh, I don't want to be a backgrounder. I want to be someone that has something, not even to say, but something to do. That there was a reason, there was a significance of my existence. That's the legacy I want to le leave. Like, I, I want there to be something from me. By your will, Lord, and I'm, I'm just really, I just want to encourage somebody today. And I felt that like this was in my heart and I had to speak about it. And I think it's so, so important. I hope I can encourage somebody today while listening. Like, yo, there's something in your hand. And sometimes you got to lay it down to see what it really is. To see what it really can do. 
I trust. A lot of the time, it's the unbelief that's our problem. We just don't believe in who we are and what we are. Take a good look in the mirror today and realize who you are. And even if you can't see something that you like, look at the fact that you're alive. Look at the fact that you're alive. That in itself is enough evidence. That God chose to dream through you. That you are his dream. That of all creation in the beginning, he was just chilling. And then, you know, he just one day decided, I want to just make something. So I'm going to make you. Of all the creations of life, he put a voice in me so that I could talk back. Man, so what are you going to do right now? And I, I put this on my Instagram and, I, and, I, and I'm going to leave this here. I, I, you know, the, the, the quicker you realize that you're a vehicle of something for something greater, the quicker you get yourself in motion. Quit stalling that which is inside of you. Sometimes we think the story ends or is all about us. Look at the fact that you're part of a greater story. Before you need God also, God needs you to do something. You know? He needs you to do something. So yeah. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, have an amazing day and I just wish, I pray that, you know, this week is just one that's different for you. You've got to take it, take charge into a new week. Man, it's crazy. But it's something there for you. You know what I'm saying? It's something there for you. See so yeah, guys. This is a little bit less articulate of me. You know, some, some episodes I'm going to sound more articulate. Articulate and some, some, some I'm going to sound the way I sound. But listen, I love you guys. God bless. And uh, have a good day. You know what I'm saying?